0: Welcome to Break Bias. I'm your host, Brad Kramer. It's the 82nd episode, and Break Bias is back in 2024 with an emergency edition. I was planning on having a longer break, um, but there's breaking news out of Haas, and we have to talk about it. But before we get to that, first, a quick reminder to check out the link tree in the description. It has links to pages like all the platforms you can find this podcast, my YouTube channel, Break Bias Twitter, and TikTok. It also has my email address if you'd like to contact me, as well as my personal Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Now, let's get into the breaking news. All right, well, before we talk about a certain team principal at Haas, I'm going to quickly address. I guess the the, the winter. I, I hope you guys had a great new year, first of all. Um, I certainly did. It was a, a bit more of a peaceful Christmas break than uh, I'm usually used to, so that was nice. Um, I did have to work quite a bit, um, but I did enjoy it. I was able to take some time away uh, from thinking about the podcast. Of course, I do miss Formula One already, um, as uh, most of us probably do. And you guys can probably agree with. Um, But of course, I left it on a note, uh, perhaps a little bit of an ominous note, that I wasn't sure where the direction of this podcast was going to be in the new year. And of course, I am sticking with the same format. um, Although I've never done an emergency episode, but I'm not making any changes for this episode. So if you're wondering, Oh, does this mean that he's not going to be making any changes once you know, break bias kind of reboots, uh, in the, in the new year. Well, it is the new year. It's the same podcast, but I'm going to be taking another break after this episode, unless more, more news breaks. Um, there will likely be a new format, uh, when I really get back into it full time. So that's that, but I felt it would be disingenuous to say that maybe I would be back with an emergency podcast in the new year or whatever time if some major breaking news broke. And if I didn't do this, I feel like I would have been not not genuine with you guys. So, Gunther Steiner, of course, no more beating around the bush. He has left Haas effective immediately. And the, the wording there is important because Haas does not say that he was dismissed. They do not say that Gunther Steiner, you know, made the decision himself to leave he is gone, and they have appointed Ayo Komatsu. I think it's Ayo Komatsu. I, I know who it is. I don't actually know the proper pronunciation of his name. Um, he is now the team principal of Haas. Komatsu was the director of engineering. Uh, at. Well, that was his latest title. He's had plenty of other roles with Haas. He's been there since the team's debut season. So, obviously, um, he is seasoned with the team. Um, the statement from Gene Haas, before I sort of start to insert some of my own opinions on this, um, Gene Haas says, I'd like to start by extending my thanks to Gunther Steiner for all his hard work over the past decade, and I wish him well for the future. Uh, moving forward as an organization, it was clear we need to improve our on-track performances in appointing IO Komatsu, Komatsu, As team principal, we fundamentally have engineering at the heart of our management. Now, I think hearing that statement, to me, sounds like it wasn't Gunther's decision. We'll get to that first. My initial thoughts on this, just seeing um, that Gunther is no longer with Haas, because he kind of is the face of that team. um, I was shocked, and... To be honest, I've never received such major F1 news in this way before. Um, My girlfriend, who's like, who who doesn't really follow the sport, she knows a little bit just through me, of course. Um, And she just texted me, my dad gasped. And I (laughs) I was like, what? What is this text message about? And she just said, F1 news. And then I was like, oh, my God. Amber's telling me about this. Um, So I check of course the F1 app and of right at the top is that Gunther Steiner is no longer with the team. So I, I replied to, to Amber and was just like, how, how, how did you get to this before I did? But um, yeah, I don't know. I usually have notifications on for the F1 app and I guess I didn't, I turned them off for some reason. Um, so I had to turn those back on, but yeah, I was shocked when I, when I heard that this happened because to me, I honestly always saw, like, Haas was sort of Gunther's team, not so much Gene Haas' team, although, of course, it is Haas. Um, I just thought there was no way. I, I honestly thought Haas would sell the team before Steiner would ever not be with them. Um, so this is going to be a completely new team. Um because I, f- I felt like they were already kind of suffering with a with a bit of an identity crisis, you know, trying to be America's team with really no uh, front-facing American uh, staff members, drivers, or, or what have it. Um, and then also with the whole Eurocali thing and them being sort of the Russian team, it, it's been a, comp- a confusing little stretch. Of course, Rich Energy uh, was a pretty massive failure. Um, not to mention... It's a chronically, uh, of course, they're underfunded, but I feel like they've also underperformed um, for the last four years now. Um, Came out of the gate strong in 2022, um, but have completely fallen off as well and seem to be a little bit lost. Um, So, yeah, I I have no other words for it besides just kind of uh, a shock that they've let Gunther Go I've seen other people say that they're not surprised and it was time and I I do understand that um so I guess let's get into that I think this was a dismissal not Gunther's choice um however I'm sure that is going to be left for speculation and we will get no confirmation from that unless some sort of uh, F1 insider is able to, um, you know, get that information from from Gunther or from Haas themselves. I doubt it will come from, from Haas, of course. But uh, that information could come out, but it also very well never come out and we might just never get that answer. However, to me, reading the statements and uh, also the part I read is only part of, of what... Uh, Haas has put out um, in terms of addressing uh, Gunther's dismissal and, of course, appointing Ayo Komatsu. There was a whole article on this that you can find on hasf onecom I just felt like that was kind of the um, most interesting part of it. And I think it's also the most telling as to why I do think this was um, a bit more of like a, a push out maybe not a dismissal, that might be a bit of a harsh word, but was this the right choice then? If it was Gene Haas, you know, having that difficult conversation with Gunther, saying, I think we need to change, I think it's time, our performance just isn't going in the right direction, this team isn't going in the right direction, you've done a great job in marketing the team, you know, getting some sponsors, Um, you know, I think he does a great job with the media, like, if if there's any fans of Haas, It's, you know, it's because of Gunther. Um, I'm sure there are a fair few people that are fans of Nico Hulkenberg and fans of Kevin Magnussen. You know, I think uh, as the only drivers from their countries on the grid, they would definitely have a bit of backing um, from their nations. But after that, I think it's all Gunther Steiner. And with him gone, um, I think that will impact the team in a negative way in terms of just marketing it. Um. However, they have struggled, no doubt, in the technical department. But this is where I have sort of a, a confusing takeaway from this, from this move, the more I've thought about it, is if we're now appointing the uh, uh, director of engineering as the team principal, wasn't it kind of on IO initially anyway anyway? To kind of sort this out. Why why does it have to be a change from from Gunther Steiner, but not a change in the head of engineering? That seems a little bit odd to me because it's in the statement that we need to improve our on-track performances and we now have engineering at the heart of our management. I immediately think maybe there should have been an outside hire someone who maybe understands this uh, rule set a little better or just someone with some other ideas um so to promote internally is a bit puzzling however you can hire other people it doesn't mean they um should be the the, the team principal other people can come in and um provide those ideas in other roles it does make sense that uh you know io is probably the next most integrated uh, and uh, important, important's not the right word, um, just seasoned. I I, I use that word already because I think it's the best way to describe it. He is experienced with the team for a long time. He knows all the people and half of this job, of course, um, a lot of it is managing people. So I think that does make sense. Now, from what I know about Io, he doesn't seem like the team principal type, um, but we are seeing it, you know, increasingly more common seeing uh, more technical minds getting behind um, or getting the role of team principal within teams. So I think that's kind of the avenue that Haas has gone with this. Um, but do I think Komatsu is the right person for the job? I mean, I don't know. Because as I said, this the team is lost. They obviously have the clear issue of. They have a fast car, but they can't do anything with it on Sunday because their tire dag is so bad um they obviously do not understand the relationship between you know the the chassis, the suspension, and the tires um I mean they better they understand it better than me. Don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to say I could uh solve their issues because I <laughs> certainly can't, although I am reading how to build a car now by Adrian Newey phenomenal book. I'm only seven chapters in Um, it was a Christmas gift and I am loving that but anyway I digress I this is a weird move for me because as much as I I do understand putting engineering at the at the top of the food chain if you will within Hass, I just don't to me this move kind of seems if you want to improve your on track performances maybe they should have both been relieved maybe Komatsu also should have you know been shown the door and then you have a kind of a Williams circumstance where it took them a while they finally did sign Pat Fry as a, a technical director and they they immediately appointed James Vowles um so that kind of brings me to the next point is if maybe they both should have been relieved who could have been the team principal. Of course, they do have Simone Resta um, within the team at Haas. Other than that, I don't think anyone internally comes to mind at all. Outside of that, I know Matteo Bonato's name was thrown around a lot because, of course, Haas has part of their base in Marinello and the ties with with Gunther and all that. Um, Otmar Safnauer is a seasoned team principal. That's my, that's my favorite word in 2024, I guess, seasoned. Um, but... Of course, he has plenty of team principal experience and he could come right into that team and I'm sure do good things. Um, you know, I, I think those are the names that come to mind straight away. I'm sure there's some some other good ones I'm forgetting. Could you imagine Mike Elliott from Mercedes just comes into Haas? Um, I feel like we're not going to see Mike Elliott in Formula One again, though. I'll leave it in the Spotify description Um who you think maybe could have been a good fit at Haas for a team principal. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Um, the last point, of course, is uh, Gunther is a bit of a drive-to-survive star, obviously. Um, I'm still planning on having my drive-to-survive preview, maybe maybe a preview and a review of um, this year's series. Of course, Gunther will be in it, but in the future, you know, not going to be a part of this season unless he joins another team, which I do not think will happen. Um, and kind of who is going to be filling in in these roles? You know, I don't think we're going to have a whole ton of Daniel Ricardo in this season of Drive to Survive. Um, and then in the following season, no Gunther Steiner. That's going to certainly um, be disappointing. Although maybe it will be interesting because we'll have a whole new Haas team to explore. Um, I I don't think it's going to have a huge negative impact on Drive to Survive. I think. All The the whole wave of draft to survive is already over. Um, all the people that came in and started watching F1 have either stuck around through these really hard times uh, that Formula 1 is going, going through right now with casual fans. Um, or they have already left and they may not ever come back. Some may come back if there's a fight uh, to watch, but I know... Casual fans have been tuned out for the last year and a half, for sure. So, um, and I don't blame them. If, if Formula One's not your favorite sport, it's been tough to watch for for the last year and a half. As a Formula One, you know, fanatic, you, you could say uh, a petrol head, as some like to call it, or whatever. Um, I I can find things to. Um, to love every single weekend. You know, as a Mercedes fan, I didn't think that I would ever enjoy watching, a an inter team battle for, for third and fifth and, and stuff like that. Um, but I have, um, I found things to, uh, to enjoy along the way because that's what formula one fans do. And you tip your cap to Red Bull because, uh, they have absolutely dominated the field. Um, but that's pretty much it. I, all I have on Hass, um, I don't think they're gonna be a better team next year. Of course, they are one of many teams that have basically said, we're gonna have a brand new car next year. Ferrari's doing it, Mercedes is doing it. Um and you know what? How, how, how about I just go completely off the rails here and just talk about stake F1 kick sauber or whatever? Um a lot of a lot of people have uh have talked about this because of course Formula One news gets uh, a bit stale in the winter sometimes. And with the announcement of this new team name, it was pretty much um, a discussion topic for every Formula One content creator and news outlets and stuff because it is just a ridiculous team name. Um, Stake F1 Team Kick Sauber, I think is what it is. I'm probably going to call them Sauber on this podcast. Um, The confusing part too is that they're going to be Stake F1 Team pretty much everywhere except for certain countries that have certain uh gambling regulations so in those countries they're gonna have to be um kick f1 team or whatever because that's their streaming platform so it's just a whole ton of confusion and i'm probably just going to call them sour because that's what they are although really they were always sour even with the alfa romeo name so it's just confusing and uh, I'm looking forward to when they're finally just Audi and we can put this behind us um, as for the Alpha Tower team name apparently they're gonna be racing Bulls I don't know I I think that's awful too and makes them sound like the biggest Red Bull knockoff ever and I guess they're getting closer with them you know moving factories um, and trying to cl- uh, tie that relationship a little bit tighter. Um, Zach Brown's not happy about it. uh, there's been a few minor storylines that go throughout the winter. None enough to, uh, get me to do an emergency podcast, but I felt this is huge. Even the casual F1 fan knows Gunther Steiner from the, from the DTS days. And, uh, I'm certainly going to miss him in the paddock because he is just an absolute treat. He always talks to the media. He has some of the best quotes. I loved reading his book. If you haven't read surviving to drive, I suggest you do. It's not your typical book. It's basically a year in formula one narrated by Gunther Steiner. Um, as a team principal, uh, all the things that he did had to deal with, you know, the Mick Schumacher, uh, decision to let him go. The, uh, Discussions with the Mazapins during the start of the Ukraine-Russian war, bringing Kevin Magnuson back uh, when they had to let M- Mazapin go. And then Magnuson has that sensational P5 debut or or return, I guess you could say. Um, a whole bunch of great stuff in that book. Of course, great stories. I loved any time that he uh, uh, reminisced about uh, his days with Nicky Lauda. Um, they, of course, worked together at Jaguar before, uh, before Haas and before Red Bull. Um so yes, definitely read that book if you are a Steiner fan because that's probably the last little bit you're going to see from him uh, at least for a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised though if uh, he is contacted quite often to uh, get on TV and and give people some some good quotes. So anyway, that's going to do it for episode 82 of Break bias. I'm your host Brad Kramer. I will not be back next week. I'm going to uh, get back into my break. Although my podcast will be on my mind a little bit more as I try to figure out how I'm going to officially return in 2024. So unless more major news breaks, this will be it for a little bit. So goodbye.